We're going to prank call any lesbians? Uh, yes. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Q later. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you're guys. A vegan? You're a vegan, so you don't eat seafood? What is the deal? <laughs> <clears throat> hey, do you guys know that tomorrow is World Backup Day? I, uh, I knew it was coming up. Yeah, no, it, 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 it is. Uh, March 31st. Uh, 31st. I'm having a lisping problem. Saying so po- 31st. possibly the day this, this, this airs, right? Could be. Yeah, could yeah. be. Uh, yeah. So, uh, our, our pre-roll today is Acronis. Your files, photos, and documents are probably worth more to you than your computer. And that's, there should be no probably there. They are in fact, your documents, files, and photos are definitely worth more than your computer. Uh, you will eventually lose data due to hardware failure or accidental deletion. You, do you have a rock solid plan, John Moltz? No, recover your stuff I don't. When it is lost. You know I don't. Merlin, I'd ask you the same question, but I don't know how you feel about jumping in on ad rates for other people's podcasts. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to. You can't. You cannot. You cannot preach it enough. You, you don't. Don't listen to me now. Listen to me in the future. That day when you need that file, and because you're a dingus and don't have a backup, get you some Cronus. Strap it on. Okay, World Backup Day is March 31st. As we've said, Acronis True Image is offering a free bonus license of its award-winning backup solution. Protect two computers for the price of one. Visit trueimage.com slash car to learn more about the bonus license deal. That's trueimage.com slash car. And I'm John Moltz. You didn't do yours, John. Did you do yours? You're in the middle. You're Lex. You're Lex. Okay, start again. Start again, John. Okay. I'm John Moltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Almost Backup Day, turning this car around. The all backup edition of turning this car around. All backup. Yeah. (laughs) Back it on up, baby. So the savvy listener will have heard (laughs) that uh, Lex Friedman, the normal... Uh, middle host, um, the Oreo, if you will, the creamy white center <laughs> of the of the John John Oreo, is not with us today, and we have a special <laughs> never, guest. I never thought of it that way, and I hope never to think of it that way. I, again. Yeah, I did, it just popped in, and I had yeah. to write it out. And now, can you gonna... can you cut that so that nobody ever hears that? <laughs> <laughs> you mean forcing people to think of Lex as being creamy and between you two? As yes, and, as being sandwiched in between uh, John and I. Yeah. He's mm. very fair skinned. He's very white. Um, He's not actually, but <laughs> he's not that. Kinda, I don't. He's not the. I don't think he's the whitest of the three. I, I of think us. I'm the whitest. I would have to say. I, I. It's either one of us. I think. But we have a special guest. Yeah. Hey! Yay! Yay! Special guest! Hey, Yay. buddy! It's me, your old pal Merlin. It's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's on seventeen thousand podcasts, so you probably know exactly who he is. But if not, he's pod. He's podcasting's dad. That's what he is. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thrilled to be here. I like talking about dad stuff. It's 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 become a real liability for me. I would never I would never stoop to doing a parenting podcast, but I'm very I'm very happy to no, uh, no. to to tell uh, awkward stories that my child will regret, terrible yes. decisions I've made. You're in. You're just in. That's perfect. That's that's the, well. That's the whole. That's the whole premise. I think the show's <laughs> over. Let's we can wrap it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Do the do the post roll. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Squarespace. Um, Squarespace. So. <laughs> Merlin, you're a father. You are a dad. Wait, whoa, real. just one as far as I know. Yeah, I got a kid. I got a, an eight-year-old daughter, and uh, she's uh, she's all right. Uh, so uh, before we jump into like specifics, did either of you guys hear the fresh air thing about um, 
this, the woman who wrote the book about the princess industrial complex, this morning I heard it on NPR. Uh, it, well, I didn't hear it on NPR this morning, but that's when I found it on NPR, which is this, yeah. um, the piece about teaching girls about pleasure and that this woman was, she's got a daughter and as the daughter has gotten older, she wrote the princess book about how princesses were destroying girls and did a bunch of research and stuff. It was a pretty good book. And then she did another book about teenage um, and puberty and adolescence uh, for girls. And there's some interesting uh, stuff that she brings up. And before I jump all the way in, I just wanted to know if any of you, either of you, saw or heard or know what, know what I'm talking about. I did. It uh, came over my transom, and I I listened to almost, I uh, listened to the Ray Romano episode today, if you must know. But um, I, I'm, I started to listen to it, and I realized I wasn't ready for it yet. I'm going to come back to it. But I'm very, uh, this is uh, Peggy Orenstein, yes. who's a real smart cookie. And I, it's, uh, it's something I think about a lot. And it's, um, I don't know. I, there's something about having a girl that uh, a lot of chickens come home to roost. And you, you, there's all kinds of stuff to think about that is, I think we're just on the cusp of. I mean, there's stuff that's already starting to happen, but it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. Well, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to dread hearing it, but I think it's something I need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a 12-year-old, Merlin. Wow. She's 12? She's 12. <laughs> and um, Oh, my God. It's fucking scary so actually i'm trying not to go that way i'm trying to be like you know what i'm engaged dad here like you know we talk every day on the phone or the facetimes and i feel like I sh- it's still super awkward but my girlfriend has two kids too and they're girls so i'm surrounded by girls so I, my shit has to get like dialed in on the whole thing yeah what i thought was interesting and John Maltz, um, this isn't meant to be pointed at you, but since you have the son here, um, <laughs> no, no, you're not probably, out of the go, woods, my go, friend. Go ahead, caller. Go ahead. You're probably you're not out of the woods. You, th- she has some things about what we need to teach boys as well. Yes. Yeah. And I was just, I was actually just thinking about that because um, from what your, your preamble sounded like, it didn't seem like it was necessarily targeted at that, but I'm glad to hear that it is because that's something that I struggle with actually is like how to bring that in one of the things she talked about which i just i had never even considered this peggy ms ornstein says that girls don't usually get their genitalia named like boys when they're babies and as they're learning to pee and stuff outside of the diaper area preferably not on the floor or laundry basket but actually into the toilet just everywhere yeah they (laughs) you have names for their for their uh, penis like you know your thing your johns or whatever you have a name for it and girls typically don't get that. However, uh, and to my ex's credit, she she came up with a name. We were going to call it Cheeseburger based on the uh, sonogram. Uh, the tech said, hey, uh, I see this little thing right here. And he circled it and he said, this this cheeseburger looking thing. Yeah, that's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks. thanks. We really Sarah. need to educate the boys. <laughs> thanks, Roy. That's perfect. <laughs> Carl. So... Um, so we we uh, and I'm oh the only reason I'm even talking about this I would never talk about this but it was written about on a website that um, my ex does and did and so kind of figure like most people who have read that would know that there was a nickname given to the girl both girls got the same one so it's not like they each have their individual but it's just that's the area nickname done and that actually that's helpful uh, because it identifies that part of the body for girls uh, rather than keeping it nameless. Right. And, and it's, gosh, it's all I can do not to jump in here because this, <laughs> this gets to a much huger problem that 
for reasons that will be obvious, really weighs on me, which is like the the the, the uh, concern that I've had since we even considered having a kid was I knew that I was going to have to always be vigilant about how, <clears throat> how much I was letting my own shit affect the, the kid. And that could be something as like, oh, you know, don't don't make the mistakes I made or, you know, passing on anxieties that you feel like mm-hmm. it's incumbent upon every person to have. That's that's an ongoing struggle for me. And it makes it worse because I'm self-aware that it's a struggle. And, it, you know, you meet these people who just don't seem to, to fret about these things. But there's 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 so much to this that is really complex. And I don't mean that as, a, as an easy throwaway to say, like, oh, well, therefore we shouldn't do anything. But like there's all kinds of stuff with. You know, how much information do you pass along at a certain time? I mean, how much do you need to say ahead of when you think it will be useful? Obviously, you don't want to be telling them when they're 20 years old about their cheeseburger. There's all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an ongoing struggle for me because, and then there's the other part of this that I've tried to be really sympathetic about is, you know, my, my, my daughter who is a nerd, but she thinks I'm a super nerd. Like, she finds me extremely embarrassing. There's all kinds of things I'm admonished against doing to not embarrass her any further. And... <laughs> So I'm, but I'm, I'm very sensitive to the fact that like, it's a different world today in many, many different ways. And I think most people say that when they want to, you know, shrug their shoulders and go, oh, these kids today. But I feel like there's so much I have to learn about how the world really is that is different from what I expected it would be or what I remember it to be oh, or yeah. what, or mm-hmm. what injured me in the past. Yeah. I want to keep her from having my arrow wounds. And the thing is, she's, she's going to have her own. And, you know, so what, what, one day I get to go see, I told you so, like, that's the worst. So, you know, and then you get into issues of like, I don't what do you say, status. There's all kinds of stuff around like, you know, you want your kid to be liked. You want your kid to, to fit in and you don't want them to, to seem like a weirdo. So I'm, I don't have anything really useful to say except that I think it's super complicated and the problem begins before the girls and before the boys. The problem starts with the parents and our own ideas of like what we think we need to, what, what we need to shoot the laser at in a given day. And mm-hmm. are we consistent about what we're saying? And does that match with how we actually act? Does that have anything to do with what they actually see and practice every day in their life? Yeah. That's, I think that's where the complexity comes from. Even with the best intentions, making an announcement about something once a month and then doing the opposite of that 30, 29 <laughs> other days a month is not a good way to roll. No, it is not. <laughs> Man, I didn't think you'd come down on my parenting stuff so, so quickly. I, uh, <laughs> no, well, the, the, the point of, of what she's getting at, I think, is that, yeah, girl, we need to talk to girls more that like, first of all, they have desires and they have a right to pleasure. And, um, specifically, uh, on the printed, I sent you a link, John, but mm-hmm. on the, in the print piece, and I shouldn't say that on the website piece yeah. page, internet, they, she talks about, um, reciprocation, uh, that, that girls are, and kids <sighs> are not having more intercourse. But they're doing other stuff and they're doing more of it younger, which is, that's the part that's just, okay, <sighs> scary. Right. Um, I, well, I mean, but, to, to, to just put a, to put a flag on that, there's the thing we grew up with, which is, I mean, I'll speak for myself, I'm 49, and there was a lot of, don't get AIDS yep. and don't get anybody pregnant. Yep. And then, and then everything that flowed out of that was some, some, you know, Bible flavored advice about like being, being a good person. But the, you could from a certain angle say, well, that's good. At least it's a handy instead of getting pregnant or ending up in a clinic when that, that doesn't get at the subtlety of what's going on in a place where like, as she says, here are these different levels of virginity, like, oh, she's done this and she's done that. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a lot lot more complicated. Yeah. I feel like it would be super, well, it would be easier to raise a kid with um 
the sort of based on the norms that we grew up with but that's not you know that's not the world they're growing they're coming up in uh-uh. and so the trick is trying to like get well enough educated on what is actually happening today to raise them so that they're prepared for the environment that they're actually in a face and i don't i i'm i'm, I'm still behind and struggling to catch up to that yeah, this is i guess we're gonna at some we'll probably talk a little bit about some device you know yes. computer stuff and access yes. stuff but mm-hmm. that that this is a, it's a similar sort of struggle for me and i've talked about this in a lot of different places but i think it's super important that we not take our own hmm, how can i put this it's a, it's almost like a, not not privilege exactly but you know when you get to a certain age you think you're a grown up and you know stuff and so you constantly want to reapply bits of advice conventional wisdom or reckons based on what you think has worked wor- mostly worked in the past and if that's not um uh, consistent or logical with how things actually are today like you're going to create a monster and you're going to all you're going to do is have a kid who feels really bad while they're still doing this stuff that they do and so it really it's on us to get some kind of up-to-date idea like oh whatsapp oh that's terrible you can't have a computer anymore whatever like (laughs) that's is that really a way to do that like we can't be cowed or wowed by everything that comes along we got to remember we're talking about a human being and then be have enough humility to realize we have a lot to learn before we decide that we're the authority on it. Yeah, here, here. Fantastic. Uh, I just want to say this also, and this is, I don't want to get too far away, but I just want to say this. The three of us are pretty fucking nerdy, and we should be able to know what's up in the nerd space, like in the tech space, like apps. You know, do you filter the web? Do you just do it on an honor system? Like there's all this stuff that's starting. For me, it's starting to come up because as the older kid gets to the place, you know, she, she has a phone, but she has to give it up every night at a certain time on school nights and a different time on the weekends. And so far it's been pretty good, but there's the younger kids in my case, you know, there's five years difference. So she's nowhere near ready to have a phone and she's watching her sister. And so I'm trying to like create the zone about what the boundaries are so that the little one can see it too. And as she comes up, it's a little clearer um, mm-hmm. than the sort of, not, I wouldn't say makeshift. I think we've been pretty good about it. I think, and, and my oldest is a rule follower. She likes to be, and so we haven't, she has done some pushback, but she hasn't openly rebelled yet. I'm waiting for that. And that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, John. Yeah. Mine the, is the a constant, I, constant battle. <laughs> the thing <laughs> I think boys, I think girls have a different way of doing it than boys. And I think it comes a little, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, hmm. Well, and, and for him, like technology is like his thing. I mean, he loves all of that. He, stuff. He's really he would own, he would own any of it. Games and mine, Minecraft and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he what, has, I'm sorry. I apologize to you off. He's, he's okay. really into mi- Minecraft and yes. video games and stuff, right? Yes. He's very into, yes, he's very into Minecraft and video games. And, and he, um, has friends at school who um, also play the same things, but some of them play things that are much more advanced, things that I will not let him play yet. And so that's one of the things that we constantly have discussions about. It's like, <laughs> well, so-and-so can play Call of Duty. Well, okay. you know, we do not play that here. I mean, I've played it, Give, give you're an not Xbox playing. or a, Xbox <laughs> yeah, we have or PlayStation? An, we have an Xbox, yeah, okay. and a Wii U. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and he, um, you know, he's constantly, he's constantly trying. I mean, the thing that I think is great is that he is unafraid of the technology. Um, he's always trying new things with it. Um, that obviously leads to problems sometimes. Um, and he, 
there's apparently not a way to prevent someone from installing a one of those profiles on an iOS device. And oh. there are a lot of websites that make promises about creating capabilities on your iOS device if you'll just install this thing. What? Like a provision? Mm. Yeah. Like yeah, a provisioning profile. I can't find one. So I was like, if you guys can find one, please let me know. Or if some of the listeners have an idea. I had no idea that was a, I had no idea that was a thing. You can install them from a webpage. And so they make these, these promises like to, um, you know, people who don't know any better that, you know, you'll be able to do this thing if you install this profile. And, and then suddenly I look at his iPad and he's got, he's got a provisioning profile on there. No, 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 no. You cannot do this. This is bad news. And so, like, and right he doesn't. Now, I mean, it, you know, he's you know, he doesn't know any better. So do he's not trying broken to broken device or a developer, no. or whatever, whatever. No, it's just that mm. if, if for your kid, if I understand this correctly, so I just um, my kid just got an iPod Touch, and I spent a few days figuring that how to set that up with Apple ID and all all that stuff. But Family one thing that's interesting. Yeah, oh brother, <laughs> oh boy, what a journey Apple Music is. Boy, I, I thought I found every way Apple Music was screwed up. Um, but no, in in that instance, it is. It's really interesting because the devices made iOS devices are from the ground up have been designed to be a secure one person device, and everything's built around that model mostly. I guess we're seeing a little bit of change now with the iPad um, stuff for schools, but in order for right now for her to have a passcode to unlock the phone. I've got a passcode for restrictions. Yeah. But so mm-hmm. are you are you saying that like with her passcode that unlocks the phone, she that could also be the thing that allows her she could accept a provision? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that seems like kind of a hole. Yeah, I mean so the <laughs> option, yeah, I mean the only option is to not well there's two options. One is to is to cut off Safari. Um Yay. because that's the that's the vector for that stuff. Um they go to a website and it says, you know, click here and your iPhone Pod touch can suddenly do this, which I don't even know if it actually these things actually enable what they promise to do, or if they're just completely ways to try and you know take hold of your device. But so the other the other way so the other way one way is to cut off Safari. The other way is to you know not let them know what the passcode is, and then you have to unlock it for them every time they want to use it, which doesn't seem. I mean, that kind of seems like it's a non-starter. Yeah, yeah no pain in the ass. Well, and, and you know, it's it's such a bummer because we. Um, in terms of the what you're allowed to do on what device when it might be over subtle, but I, I feel like it's it's okay understandable. And it generally it generally involves like, okay, in this amount of time you can do, you know, the stuff you like to do. You can you can uh play card wars, you can do Minecraft, you can uh she's really gotten into making movies and trailers, like whatever any of that but they, I still feel like in my head there's a little bit of a division and I, it's a little precious, but I'll say like, okay, if you want to make movies, like you can do that, that's fine. But, you know, we're, we're not going to play, like, this video game for two hours. But, you know, I also, I want her to be able to use Safari. Part of the reason I'm doing this is I want her to use Siri and look things up. Like, this right. is the future, guys. Yep. Like, shutting off Safari is, like, that. that's crazy. That's like you saying you can only get yellow books from the library. Like, that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but but then, but nothing makes me, not, not, there's a lot of things that make me sad. But, no, one of the things that makes me sad is I will periodically, not to be a creepo, but sometimes I'll double-click on the home button and just go look at what she's been doing. Mm-hmm. A ton of games, ton of games, ton of games. You know, here's Inside Out, here's Finn and Jake, here's Fiona and Cake, here's all these games. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll, I'll flip over to Safari, and it's just, it's it's such a dumpster fire. It's like, oh my God, there's all these things where she clicked to watch a, a video. She clicked to watch an ad. 
And and I'll see like these six tabs full of clickbait garbage that these grownups mm-hmm. have put in front of kids on purpose. Yep. And I, you know, I, I know that makes me sound like an old man, but that's it's so gross. And then to hear my kid be playing a game and say like, "Oh, this is great! All I have to do is watch this ad, and then I get to go do this thing." And it's like, oh, it yeah. seems yeah, so that seems that seems particularly sad. I got to read this thing you sent about provisioning because I'm trying to think what have I used provisioning for? I've used provisioning for. Like, 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 for example, do you guys use Cloak? Uh, no. No, I've heard of Cloak. Yeah, but that's, that's like a... Uh, VNC. V, VNC, right, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I apologize. V, or v, VPN. VPN. Yeah, so Cloak is... I really recommend getting Cloak. It's, boy, uh, yeah, it's like... It's in the, almost to the level where I would say get one password. With So basically, wow. you get Cloak, and you install it, you pay a certain amount each month, and anytime you're... Uh, getting onto a wireless system that's not a currently trusted system. And I have exactly two trusted systems, which is my home and my office and, and you know, and LTE. But uh, you can run it ad hoc anytime you want. But basically, anytime you get on Wi-Fi, whether it's, you know, increasingly the Wi-Fi you get on in public is usually totally open. There's not, yep. you know, there could be the mm-hmm. coffee shop or whatever. But, you know, you can, there's Firefox extensions. You can just sit there and just watch everybody's passwords go by. So I always do that. But with that one, when you update your settings... I think a provisioning profile is what it's updating. What are other things you use provisioning profiles for? Like, Devel- uh, like developing stuff. So that file, like, um, yeah, like, like, like test flight kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, each development provisioning profile, blah, 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 blah. There's a stack overflow link. I that I send. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of words here. It's, it's very intense. <laughs> a lot of big words. I mean, mostly they're used, they're used by companies who issue iOS devices to their employees. So that they can control right. um, what the how the devices are used to make sure that they're used for work purposes. Oh, like M- MDM kind of thing. And okay. yes, yeah. yes, right. And then and then they can control um, what apps are installed. Mm. Well, that's mm. really depressing. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta watch something else to watch out for. I'm reluctant to bag on Apple too hard about this because I, it's a super complicated problem. And I mean, for example, like every time, every time I'm tempted to say, to do that awful user thing of saying, hey, we'll just make it a, an option and put it in. Mm. Well, that's, that's a terrible mm. way to develop software. Go look at your yeah. notifications uh, settings in iOS and ask how many places you want that particular dumpster fire. Oh, like, God. you know, that I, but like, for example, I, I put in one blocker. And I keep meaning to go in and find out. OneBlocker is a terrific um, content uh, filter. Basically, it's an ad blocker. It, 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 uh, what all does OneBlocker do? What do you, what would you call it on iOS? Cookie? It's not just an ad blocker. Because yeah, like, it like, yeah, and it keeps you away from porn sites and stuff like that. And oh, that's, no, I got to have that. I mean, come on. It's really, well, it's, <laughs> and what's neat about it is, I think it's what Marco moved to after he uh, stopped doing peace. OneBlocker has uh. lots of ad hoc settings. So if you want to see ads by the deck, you can turn that on. Otherwise, these 23,000 um, recipes will run to, to filter ads. And it makes your, I mean, with all respect to people who rely on obnoxious pop-up ads to make me download an app, uh, it really changes the experience of using your do, do you use, uh, John Moltz, do you use anything like that? Yes. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, I've tried a couple of them, and I settled on one, and I installed it a long time ago, and now I don't remember what it's called. One blocker so, is really yeah. neat and nerdy, though, because uh, as with something like, what do I use on Chrome? Uh, is it called ad blocker? But you can go in and do recipes. Oh no, it's one. Yeah, yeah it's three. one blocker. I use one blocker. You can also <laughs> go in and do recipes for certain kinds of elements on certain kinds of sites. So what I haven't found because one blocker has one of those sites that's basically go here to buy this on the store. There's not a, like a community. I would love to see more places to go in and say like, almost like on my Synology. On the Synology now they have a new feature. I haven't gotten it yet, but there's a new Synology feature where there's like an automatic like background blocking of known problematic um, uh. bots for for uh intrusion 
you know what I mean? For, for hacking into your machine. Yeah. So I would love to see more stuff like that. But you know, what are you, what are you going to do? How are you going to not make, how are you going to take that Apple experience and make it so, I mean, <laughs> being in a company or any, around anywhere where they're trying to do ad or trying to do content blocking, it's so farcical. Like what my wife can and can't see at work for years was crazy. Oh, she oh, couldn't, yeah. she oh, couldn't run Flash. She couldn't see yeah. like proxies. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I think there was, I think there was a while at work where I couldn't get to my own blog. <laughs> yeah, I used to get I used to get that. Yeah, I used, I used to get that from people like, "Why is forty three folders blocked?" Well, because they haven't updated it. Why? Why, why not? Yeah, the sex thing. Do you, sex uh, thing. Yeah. Well, so what do you? Um, how do you block that stuff? I mean, so are, are you using just turning on whatever iOS is? Uh, you know, limit adult sites thing. It's a pretty blunt instrument. Uh, yeah. I apologize. Did I take you off the uh, the the sad peg Jornstein talk? No, we could, no, 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 no. Listen, this is how the show goes. We start, cry, and we might loop cry back, we end. might not, you know, we just wander, we go, for whatever. I, um, I, I, I may be uh, overly uh, optimistic or Pollyanna here, but I, I feel like um, for the first week or two of this, it's not going to be a huge problem. She's, yeah. when she looks at stuff on the web, it's mainly she wants to go look at pictures of cats on, on Google. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to drink that in and enjoy that memory uh, for as long as I can. But, um, you know, like, for example, she's, she's not, um, she knows that, like, uh, when we watch Parks and Rec, there's certain, you know, scenes we skip over. I, I don't want her to think Ron and Tammy is a template for how married people should be together. <laughs> and there's some of the stuff that's a little too sexy. And she's, uh, and, like, stuff that's really, like, in the X-Men movies, we'll skip over certain scenes because they're just too, too gross and stuff. So she's got her own yeah. filter for, and her own taste for those kinds of things. But certainly, you know, I wish, we were looking at pictures of Persian cats because we got a cat. And we go, oh, mm-hmm. Persian cats, Persian cats, Persian cats. And then, like, in, like, the 10th row on Google Images, <laughs> there's a cat with an exploded eye, like a big, bloody, exploded eye. And as one, we go, ah! It's like, how do you, you can't filter that. So then it, it becomes just a question of, I don't know, I got thoughts on this, but, like, how I was do you af- try to... I was afraid Persian cats was, like, a move. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. Shit, like, pulling a train. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I totally gave this chick a Persian cat. Uh, so fluffy. <laughs> that, boy, that's you gotta pay. You gotta pay extra for the, You gotta pay, pay extra for the Persian cat. You can't. You know, right. you know. Merlin, if I could steal from one of your some other places, shows, won't do it. I think there's a table tennis uh, thing that's happening there. It's very. Close. Oh, is it getting a little bit ping pong? <laughs> yeah, ping pong. A little bit. Bingo, Merlin. Bingo. Oh, right but they're so good at math. Um, <laughs> my um, we we go around with this a little bit on what in our household we call inside words, and I, I have a thought on this. Oh, good. I, I yes. Will, yeah, we have home words. Well, yeah, I will almost certainly be proven wrong about this, but I have a, a philo- philo- philosophy on this. And it's like, I, I think it's, it seems a little bit weird and silly to try and say, I don't want my kid to ever hear obscenities, curses, whatever you call it. I don't know if you guys cuss on here, but like, I don't want my kid we to do. hear certain words we I do. never want my kid to hear. And I worry that when you do that, you are not only being impractical, but you're also fetishizing those words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my approach to that is I have greatly cut down on the amount of cursing that I do uh, since she was born, which kills me because I'm great at it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she, she, they will come out. Like, we'll be watching TV, and my wife and I will just say something, and she'll hear it. She's heard these words, but the philosophy I'm trying to socialize is those are inside words. Those are words that we, we you, you, you'll hear them out in places, but those are not words that, like, that we use around the house. And I try to really, you know, I do it on podcasts and sometimes she hears it and that makes me sound like a hypocrite. But I guess my feeling is like, I can't stop her from experiencing the world and every attempt that I will make to stop her from experiencing the regular world will almost certainly have way more negative 
uh, results than positive. And now all of a sudden I, I'm in the content blocker business. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't know, I'm curious how you guys deal with that. Yeah. I don't want her going to school and, 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 and dropping some, some super multisyllabic words. Yeah. But that is a source of power. To know those words and use those words at her age is a great source of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things that happened, I mean, Hank has never liked reading that much. He, he actually he's he doesn't mind reading nonfiction, but getting him to read fiction for some reason has always been difficult. And so, one of the ways that we actually got him to read fiction was to say, "Well, what if it had swear words in it?" Because <laughs> mm. I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't." That's, I mean, that's I, how I know, turned her on to. I Hamilton. don't really care that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we read we read The Martian together, um, oh, which great. has a lot of swear words in it, and it's actually a really good book um, because there's really no. I mean, there's you know he has a very good attitude through the whole book. And, um, you know, it's less, I think it's a little, it's a little less serious than the movie. And, uh, there's a lot of swear words. There's plenty of swear words. Um, but there's no, there's no sex. But also there's really, there's really no violence. Wins. Science and math. Yeah. Wins yeah. And science and math. Yeah. Right. And he sciences <laughs> the shit out of everything. Yes, he does. So it's a really good, it's a pretty good message. Um, so he really liked that. He really liked the book. We went to see the movie, like the movie. Um, and I think we've gotten to a pretty good place with that. I think like, Maybe a couple of years ago, he was in that very, like, very interested in those words and trying to use them and, you know, using them in school and in appropriate situations. And now I think he's he's over that where and we basically I think in the house, our rule is sort of that, you know, you can quote those words, you can say those words, you know, as they are represented in context. Um, but we're not, no one's yelling those words at anybody. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, you can say, and then the, you know, and then the guy said, you know, shit or, you know, whatever. I mean, mm. that's okay. That's all right. Mm. But, um, we're not, you know, we're not using them as weapons against each other or other people <laughs> yet, yet, yet until, <laughs> until you really know how to use them <laughs> until 16. Um, yeah. uh, I'm sending, I... you, uh, I'm sending you an image from, uh, from Frankiac. Of uh, one of my many favorite lines from The Simpsons, when Chief Wiggum says to Bart and uh, Ralphie, you know you're not supposed to go in there. What is your fascination with my forbidden closet of mystery? <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. That's it. You know, um, it's, if those, I don't want those to feel so normal that it's something that we use all the time. We don't want to be hurtful with them. And there's some kinds of words that she's, she just hasn't heard. There, there, are, there are certain... Uh, yeah. extremely hurtful and unkind words that we don't use. But she's heard all the four-letter words. She uses them. And she has something like an ad hoc budget, a very informal mm. budget. And it's it's actually the cutest thing in the world. Is she'll, oh, yeah. she'll say, like, is it okay if I say this? And I'll say, yeah, it's okay. But just just this month, just this mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, <laughs> before I talk about my cursing situation, um, I need to interrupt and share. I think this may be one of the better sponsors we've had. Um, because I get to say a word. I also get to reference a video game prior to the ad read, which I'll re- reference right now, which is Firewatch. And the character in that game very early says this word that is in this ad read, I think a couple of times. And I'm going to try and say it like he does. Um, I, so, I, I don't even know what this is. So I, I can't think of it. Go ahead. I'm going to, I'm very Merlin, intrigued. You played Firewatch? No, I, 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 John John Syracuse says I'm not allowed to play good games until until I learn how to use the PlayStation better. Um, it's like it's it's like it's like Stockholm syndrome or something. I can't uh, wait to. I, I watched the preview and it looks fantastic. Just play it's it on good. your Mac. Don't PlayStation Station. Just play it on your Mac. 
Oh, then I won't have to tell John. That's cool. You give me a yeah, back door. That's true. Right. It's true. It's just right. steam it up. All right, guys. And this is all rhetorical. These questions are rhetorical, so you don't have to answer them. Just so you know, Merlin and John. Okay. Guys, when was the last time you surprised your lady with something really different? Something that will make her as happy as flowers would, but frankly, it's more exciting. You need to try enclosed. Enclosed is like a flower of the month, but instead, your lady is surprised with luxury panties. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, I said. Is this, is this real life? Panties. Is this happening? Panties. <laughs> it is oh happening. It, is, it just happened. And it's going to keep happening. <laughs> These aren't your usual cotton uh, situation. Enclosed sends super high-end panties delivered in awesome packaging surrounded by, you guessed it, rose petals. Mm. And uh, our wives loved enclosed, except for I'm not married right now. So I can't really speak to that part of it, honestly. This is a very, very nuanced ad read. Yeah, no, listen, we're all about subtlety. Um, oh, look at these. They got a whole page. You can see right? all the panties wow. on yes. the page. Here they yes. are. There's tons of panties, different cuts, a you know, styles. Not safe for work. Mm, definitely not. You pick how many months of these sexy panties she gets, and Enclosed customizes your gift, oh my even God. giving you a 100% size guarantee so you can't mess up. Pro tip, order smaller than you think. Uh, <laughs> that's just, you know... I'm just, a, that's just a, that's some advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next time you're looking to romance her, need an anniversary or a date night gift, go to enclosedlingerie.com slash car. That's a special URL for TTCA listeners. For those of you out there who are actually got this far on the show. Um, and this code, uh, and congratulations car, if you got this far on yeah, the show. Cause you, you've, you've uh, yeah, you've hit the, you've hit the, the jackpot. Mm-hmm. 25 bucks off a multi-month order so if you do a subscription for several months 25 bucks off pretty good deal that is enclosedlingerie.com slash car and we thank enclosed for sponsoring this episode absolutely turning this car around yeah i mean i you know i don't want to bring up a a former advertiser that's not on this mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. but you know you get you get some of these and you get uh some matt mm-hmm. weldon's and right. that's you get a you get a night right there that's right that's right. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of bottoms on this page. Yeah, well, you know, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know. Moose bouche, you get the snowballs, you get gumdrops, plummy, mm-hmm. you can get a plummy gummy, mm-hmm. you can get a cage cookie, mm-hmm. you got a cage cookie, you can get mm-hmm. a, you can get a black mm-hmm. sponge cake, blueberry tart, jam pie, blueberry tart, red rum daisy, pink passion cake, cranberry sauce, marzipan bows, pink margarita. Oh, 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 no sauce. No sauce. Golden donut. You ever had a golden donut? Cherry compote. You are working at a level right now that is astoundingly advanced. <laughs> mm. I was raised Mormon. I don't have these. Oh, words. were you? Yep. Huh. Yep. Yep. Which I was going to talk about with the words. Jeez. So I'm going to close this. I'm tab. not sure I can go. Yeah, right. I'm not sure I can go on yet. <laughs> wanna, if you guys want to, just I'll give you a I'm moment. St- I'm still. Uh, there's some good stuff here. I'm still basking in the afterglow of this uh, ad read. I'm at the, there's cherry compote and double candy apple. Those are two of my favorites. Raspberry um, sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's good stuff. It's just it's all okay. oh whoa whoa licorice lolly, fantastic. Oh, this is good stuff. Real chocolate yeah. chips, yeah. fantastic. Really good. I can't believe match, I can't. This is, I feel like I'm living the dream right now. That this and is so, an advertiser on our. Podcast. Just want to point <laughs> this out to the to the people who are still listening. 
if you are a, a woman and you listen to this show, first of all, God bless you. Second, wow. Third, you can use this for yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't need to wait yeah. for your schlumpy, you know, significant other to do it. Just fire it up. <laughs> in other words, That's all I'm saying. I'm if you're in a relationship with any one of us, free. Okay, let me know. Uh, I can. I'll wait. It's fine. <clears throat> okay. No. No. no I'm, good. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just I'm, sitting here requesting the girls gonna... and sex book from my public library. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're coming back. These these folks are going to come back and advertise with us. I'm sure of it. All right. <clears throat> In the interest of time, uh, since Moltz has a hard oh, yeah, out, right. as it were. <laughs> Particularly uh, now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm closing the tab. Tab is closed. Okay. So. I'm sending uh, the link. I'm sending none link of the words you use, Merlin, to describe anything you saw over the past five minutes are words that I ever use. Just for the record. Um, and will not you, use You don't describe underwear as food? Mm-mm. Or hmm. any other, well, no other body parts are food also. Uh, at least in front of my girls or my girlfriend's girls. So, oh, you're saying you could put a cherry compote on your cheeseburger? Is that what you're saying? Uh, if we're at, you know, a Brooklyn diner, yes. A is that Brooklyn what they call it, a Brooklyn diner? Is that an Urban Dictionary thing? No, that is you're not pulling to a, You're pulling to a Brooklyn diner? I am. <laughs> With your Persian cats? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know who loves that, ladies? Yeah, I've heard. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> She likes I waffles. Think, Look at her. I She's eating this. waffles. She likes waffles. Pulling into you know, Brooklyn Diner. Usually, I'm the person that I think kind of starts to steer the show away from things. <laughs> and it's kind of nice. I am not that person today. Have you been to a movie recently? <laughs> yeah. Or watched a trailer? <laughs> or watched a movie trailer? Yeah. We talked about a movie trailer for, well, was it an hour one time? Pretty much. Which one? Lex was the, gone and the Star, Star Wars, Wars one. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. yeah, my daughter loves watching trailers on the Apple TV. We're big fans of that. And mm -hmm. and she likes good trailers, but she really loves bad trailers. What? She loves trailers <laughs> from movies that are obviously really bad. <laughs> and we'll watch them. Like the like really terrible like kids animation movies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But does she's she really like it and she's just pretending so you think she's cool? But secretly well, she likes them? Well, we, you know, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes a dad and a daughter just like to make fun of stuff together. You can sure. bond a little bit yes, over it. I, She's well, got, yeah. you know, like all kids, she has terrible taste, but but she has a pretty good <laughs> sense of humor. I mean, how many, I mean, you know, your kid asks you to watch Duck Soup. I mean, come on, you're living the dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. let's be honest. Living the dream is, hey, dad, can we see Star Wars again? <sighs> I think my daughter took a certain event in the third act of that film pretty hard oh yeah uh, yeah i can understand and um, yeah and was I, she, she wouldn't even admit it or talk about it she played it off legit but yeah was she into i mean has she recently seen the previous movies or was she was she a super fan or our big star wars phase was two or three years ago um she, she was real young but like she we we both really got into star wars and played star wars a lot and um her favorite is, um, she really likes, you know, episode three, um, which, you know, it's, 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 Sith? uh, yeah, but it's, what? it's the, it's the best, uh, you know what? It's the best of the prequels. I'll give you that. File a bug. Yes, now see, now, now a lot of people will disagree with you, but <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, we should, we should talk about how sad I, it is to be a parent. Yeah. But, yeah but a lot of people are wrong. That, uh, <laughs> no, she's, she's kind of out of that right now. Um, yeah, but uh, she has good taste in some things. She she likes a lot of really good, mm. but she likes Adventure Time. You know, she likes mm -hmm. Bob's Burgers. Uh, you know, she's got good taste in some things. Mm -hmm. But um, no, wait. Then what, what what were we talking about? 
Uh, so words, swear words. We've talked <laughs> oh, about right. it before. We were talking I, I about think, that, but but yeah. really, Star Wars. <laughs> More interesting. Yeah, I've I mentioned this before. I mean, Hank has seen the the original three movies, and um, I held off on showing him the uh, the prequels. I was just like, uh, I, I didn't want. I just I, I don't know. I I didn't want him to see them, <laughs> really. Yeah. And yeah. then and then you know we watched all of the the Clone Wars, which I liked and he liked a lot. I mean, at the time, and and then after that, I thought, well, maybe he should see the prequels. And so Clone I offered Wars the animated, the animated, yeah, the one. animated, the animated. I thought one. that was terrific. Yeah. It's the best Anakin ever. I love that. Yes, Anakin. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I thought after that, well, maybe he wants to see him. And, and, and I think at that point he was star Wars out because <laughs> he was like, nah, I don't, I don't need to see those. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kind of done, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with the, let's circle all the way back to the front of the show. Maltz, you need to teach your uh, son to be reciprocal. And I'll just, yeah. that's important. What? Do I need to do boys? that right now? This afternoon? No, no, not the second, but just <laughs> as it. I know. I was going to say as it arises. That's not yeah. the right word. Um, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had this. We've had this conversation in just in terms of like you know, talking with people and making sure you know, trying to let him know that it's important to ask people about themselves and. Um, listen nice. to people, that kind nice. of thing, um, which Good. I think is, you know, the non-sexual way of leading into that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, that's, but you're, the way that we're dancing around this, and I, I feel the same way, it get, gets to something that, uh, it's kind of, it's difficult not to apply our own hangups and fears to things, and then to kind of write that off as saying, well, we're being cautious, or we're being, you know, all, all the things that we would hope to be, which is like, we've got to sit here and dither about this topic, otherwise it'll sound like we're not taking it seriously. But there's another part of this, which is that we're, we're talking... They're little people, but they are still people. And when we describe things in a way that makes it sound like there's some kind of star chamber and there's details we can't really reveal right now, like I think that that turns this into something more mysterious than it needs to be. And there are certain principles your kids known since they were two or three. They may not like the principles, but there's principles, Mm -hmm. you know, golden rule-ish principles they've known since they were two or three that you can, I think you can help bringing up contextually, but also just, I think rather than preaching, it's better to demonstrate and to, and to point out, you know what I mean? So part of it is yeah. like you sit around and you go like, oh, I'm going to tell you how it is all day long. And even though I'm not really like that, and I'm kind of a dick in real life, like that's, that's the, that's part of the problem. <laughs> it's like we sit and preach, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, how many of these idiots that treat women the way they do, they got, I mean, I know this is an old fashioned kind of argument to make, but they've got wives and daughters and sisters and they still treat women terribly. It, yeah. There's no, that's not any guarantee because that's different because I'm, I'm the guy and I win and this is just how we act. But like, you know, like for example, like if we're walking through the park or we're walking back from school and she'll see something on the street. And I know this, I, this is probably not the best way to do this, but she finds like a, one time she found like a digital watch on the street that had almost certainly been like lost and no one would ever find. And she's like, oh, this is really cool. Can I have this? And I said, well, I would not take that up for you. I would leave it there. I said, you know, what if, you know, think about like if you lost your, <laughs> your stuff bare here. Like, and that was your favorite thing in the world. Wouldn't it be amazing if you walk back and the thing that you love most in the world was where you dropped it? And wouldn't you feel great? Like if you knew that people didn't take it, even though they could, mm. like, I realize partly I'm making her feel guilty. And I, cause I think that has to be a little bit part of it, but like, sure. that's a lesson that I think has sunk in a little bit with her is putting yourself in someone else's position, even when you don't have right. to, yeah. will make you a better person over time. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be just about guilt, but there is a certain kind of reciprocity to you know treating everybody like they're human and when we dither too much about that stuff because it's awkward 
you know, that ultimately isn't that where we all want to get to? And you know, there's different times, different amounts, different you, know, you dive deeper at different times with different people, but I don't know. I just feel like constantly reminding people that like, you know, everybody's got feelings and I, everybody I, has bad days. I, I think it's easier with your own kids in some ways. Um, in other ways, it could be super awkward too. Like talking about anything remotely reproductive oriented with my oldest is she's super nervous about it. She's very. Oh, I remember that feeling. I remember hating and that. Like, oh God, here comes the talk. I don't want to. Here's the book. Right. I don't want to do any of that stuff. What I want to be is like, listen, boys are dumb. Just know that boys are dumb. That's where we are right now today. Next six months, it's going to be. Yeah. Um, watch out for the hands, you know, like I'll be better than that, but you know what I'm saying? I'll escalate. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You're, you're just working it out. You're workshopping it. Watch right. the hands. Exactly. Watch the hands. But, <laughs> watch the hands. <laughs> watch the hands. <laughs> good day, honey. Watch the hands. Watch the lady. Yep. Watch the lady. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a three card Monty? You can teach <laughs> your daughter about this by uh, doing a grip. By, yeah, on by the doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can touch the edges of the card, but I'm not going to put my finger on the queen. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you something. I have uh, no idea I, what's going on. <laughs> something I realized is how much I have to learn from other people who are better than me. And I feel this every goddamn time I, I volunteer at an event. Like even when I just oh, yeah. go talk to her teachers at school, especially when we have some kind of like I go, I go into these conferences with her and like, honestly, my, my kid's pretty, a pretty great kid. She does really, she does well. I mean, she's not a genius or anything, but she does well. She's a natural leader. She's pretty emotionally intelligent, and she's just generally a good kid, which does nothing to keep me from being completely fretful. So I go into these meetings like, like I'm, uh, like I'm going to meet with Kevin Bacon in the X Men movie. Like I'm pretty worried. Like something's going to go real wrong in this meeting. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to be. Why are there Nazis? The Magneto. <laughs> why are there Nazis holding my mom? <laughs> and he's counting it down. Yeah, I want the chocolate. Um, but, but when I go into there, like I, I walk out going like, God, you're such a dumbass because I'll ask these questions that I think are incredibly complicated and they have these answers that really come down to like all this stuff I should remember every goddamn day, yeah. which is don't make it about you. Stop being so impatient. Don't expect perfection. Uh-huh. And, and I, I walk out of there going like, you know, these people spend all day dealing with all kinds of kids all day long. Like, yes. please let me learn from them. Yep. You know? Uh, um, so I have. I, I spend most of my time with my girlfriend and, uh, as I've said before on the show, their father has a kind of, um, unusual work, well, not unusual, but his work life means he doesn't get to see them as much as he normally would. And probably as much as he would like to, I'm guessing. Um, but so I spend a lot of time with her girls, like in, you know, in the evenings and, um, weekends and stuff. So it's, it's the paradox of the divorced dad is that if you're with a person who's got their own kids, you tend to spend a lot more time with someone else's kids. It's a, kind of a freaky thing. And I've, I think I've gotten to a good, pretty good place with it. But when it comes to talking about this stuff, I really have to defer so much to my girlfriend. I have to really talk about, you know, what are the bound, what, how, what have you told them? What is okay? How, how do you talk about this? Because what happens is I'll be, you know, we're, we're all home together, but someone's busy doing something and the girls will kind of come to me and it's like, I'm an adult figure and they'll, they respect me. They're really good kids, but I can tell that they know I'm different. It just, there's, you know, so they're going to try the boundary testing is a little different, a little more subtle. I'm kind of, it's like, I'm still in the club. I know that's going to be short lived, but right now I'm in the club. And so there was a time when their mother was traveling and their dad was, couldn't take them. So I was, I spent the night with them 
at the apartment. And they were just, it was the funniest thing because they were like, slowly, we were talking about, you know, four letter words. And then it started <laughs> to kind of escalate. And pretty soon it was like, guys, okay, if you say words <laughs> a lot, you know, they lose their power. And so it just becomes like another word. And then we had a whole, con- it was great. We had an awesome conversation about it. It was fantastic. And, but there's these times when they'll just sort of, they're a little more casual with me about language, I think, than with their mother or their grandmother or grandfather, or, you know, or the other adults in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to um, just, like, I want to leverage that at the right times. Um, but it's very awkward to talk about sexuality because that's starting to come up you can tell like the um my girlfriend's oldest is 10 uh, almost 11 and so you know that's the age things start to the questions are getting more intense and mm-hmm. the research is you know begun and i just uh, yeah i'm trying not to be awkward i'm trying not to be, I'm trying to be a good source of <laughs> solid information uh good source of information um <laughs> Is, 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 I think it's is spring coming because it seems like we're having a lot of uh, sex talk yeah, on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Not to mention the advertisers. It's the, really... you know, part, part, part of the part of the. I know we got to go in a sec, but like you know, I think I I'm saying this because I need to hear these things. But like one of the complexities, I think I keep coming back to that thing of like, how do I not insert my own junk? Like my nonsense, <laughs> my anxieties. <laughs> are we not oh, doing? Are we doing phrasing? Are we not doing phrasing? Well, <laughs> phrasing <laughs> all right uh, never mind penis <laughs> uh never mind i okay I, I realize i can't say this at this point but i, I just i just feel like uh you know when the we bring the anxieties and fears and pain that we bring to any situation are rarely that useful because no. what we're really trying yeah. to, like, when I hear you, I hear you right now hemming mm-hmm. and hawing, and that's a real hem and a real haw. But, you know, the, the trouble is, you're, we're not seeing it from their point of view. The stuff that they're curious about, the stuff that they're scared about, the stuff they feel certain about or uncertain about, we can't even really guess what that is. And, and it's like, you know, when we come in and we bring this big shoulder scrunched up anxiety to the thing, like, that's, that's what I'm trying to get better about is not being like, what? What's the problem? What's the question? Is everything okay? <laughs> you know, the way that I treat every relationship. Let's have a phone call. Why? What did I do? <laughs> You're not gonna tell me anything bad, are you? I can't take another bad thing this week. <laughs> anyway, don't insert your junk. I think is the idea. If you're gonna be with your uh, girlfriend's daughters, don't insert your junk. 